Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Heaven. And I'm Sarah. I'm just sitting here drinking my coffee. (laughs) We are back and we're ready to talk about our birth stories. I'm a little nervous about this one. Why are you nervous? Do you have crazy stories? Like crazy birth stories? Um, I mean, they're not like crazy crazy, but like. I don't have I don't have anything too crazy except I almost died the second time. Okay, then that's fucking crazy. I mean, but it was okay. I'm alive and well, so <laughs> I feel like it's not that crazy if you made it out to tell the story. It can still be crazy. Okay, well, we're about to get into we it. We are. Mm-hmm. You want to go first because you have uh, two less children than I do. Okay, we can like switch on and off, right? So okay. it's not just me talking. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Okay. My daughter, she's. I I don't really have anything crazy to talk about with her. The only thing that, like, we went in, we, it was obviously a longer birth because, you know, your first kid is, they say. How long were you in labor? Because I guarantee you I can top it. You can. You definitely can. I was in labor for, I want to say, active labor was only five hours. But I think I was there, like, eight to ten before I had the baby. My mouth is on the floor. I know. And I knew you were going to say, I knew you were going to say that. We go to the hospital and I actually went for an appointment, like a doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. It was one of my last ones. And I was like so uncomfortable and so much pain. I was a little baby back then. Mm -hmm. Like I had no idea what pain was, like none Mm -hmm. at all. And I was like, please, like I went in there every time, this is TMI, every time we would have sex, I would, like, get hella contractions. Like, it would be painful. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought I was dying. Mm -hmm. And those actually were super bad. Mm -hmm. But then it would go away after, like, half an hour maybe. And I was like, okay, right before we go into the appointment, we need to have sex because I need them to know that I'm having contractions. (laughs) And by the time the appointment was almost over, like, I didn't even have them anymore, but I was still putting on a fucking show because I was like, I'm about to have this baby, you know, like there's no way I'm going back out into the real world like this baby's coming out. And so I was like, I was like putting on a show, screaming, like acting like I was in so much pain when I really wasn't. (laughs) And I was just uncomfortable, you know, but nothing crazy. And then I told the doctor, I'm like, please, like, please let me have the baby. And he was like, "Okay, I'm going to check you. It might hurt. And I was like, he literally stretched my cervix with his fucking fingers. Did it hurt you? Yes. It was so painful. I've had my cervix checked probably more. No, not checked. Stretched. Oh, he w- he did like a... He like a, opened that yeah, bitch up. okay. And then after that, he was like, yeah, well, you're ready. And I was like, okay. And he was like, come back in an hour to the ER, like... And, like, pack your stuff and come back in an hour. I'll be there and I'll check you again. And then we went back. And this is, like, highly illegal. He could probably get fired for this. This is crazy shit. Like, I tell everybody this and they're like, that's not right. That's not right at all. But, yeah, he did it. And then I went back and he did it again. And he was like, yep, you're good. We'll move you into the whatever. And then they broke my water up there. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was as soon as my water was broken. I was like... In pain. I was dying. Did you get an epidural? Yes. Mm -hmm. Immediately. (laughs) They were like, just let us know when you need it. And then as soon as they were about to walk out the door, I'm like, CJ, go get them. (laughs) 
Like, drug me, please. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know how anybody does it naturally. I, yeah, and I don't, shit. There's a lot, I've seen, like, a lot of moms that'll, like, talk shit. Like, if you get an epidural, like, you're not as strong as that. But fuck that shit. I'm not, why would I purposefully allow myself to be in pain when I could get rid of it or minimize it? Like, drug me immediately? Literally. Literally. Yeah, no. No. I don't even have anything to say about that. I don't know why anybody would talk shit about an epidural. I really don't. Yeah. I'm like, if you want to be in pain... That's on you. You live your life. You live your life. I'm good over here. Yes. We're going to be pain-free and pushing these big-headed babies out. They put me in the the room, Mm. and they broke my water immediately in pain, and then... Um, got that epidural and I was good to go. Like nothing crazy happened when I was, when it came time to push, we talked about this a little last week, so I'm not even going to go into like crazy detail. CJ like was holding my leg. My mom was holding my other leg (laughs) and the nurse like was like, okay, I need you to like hold the leg. And he like looked down and he was like, I need you to take the leg. (laughs) And he gave the leg back. (laughs) And then in my birth, I couldn't hear anything or see anything else. Right. And in my birth photos, I've looked back at these multiple times. I'm actually going to insert like not me pushing, but like a photo of CJ's face. You can see him in the background, sitting down, drinking a juice box, like in the back. Like a child. (laughs) Yes. And they were like, they were like, where's dad? Like, is he going to cut the umbilical cord? And like, I, I, the whole time that I was pushing, I'm like, where's CJ? Where's CJ? And obviously that like affects me pushing Mm -hmm. because I'm like so concerned about like where my Mm -hmm. baby daddy is, you know? I was like, CJ, like, where are you? And then they're like, is grandma going to cut the umbilical cord? And I was like, oh, hell no. Grandma's not cutting anything. Where is my husband? So CJ, this is how he explains it. He's like, this was you. CJ! <laughs> like, yeah, probably, probably. And uh, he comes over just waddling along after he drank his apple juice and I haven't had anything to drink or eat in God knows how long. Yeah. And uh, he cuts the umbilical cord and that was that. We had visitors, which is a whole nother story. An hour after I had a baby, my first baby, because I didn't know how to say no at that point, you know? So we had visitors an hour after. So I'll I'll talk about that. Okay. Um, well, actually, that was pretty much my story, so <laughs> it's your turn anyways. So I was up one night before I had my daughter and this is going to be like TMI but like I had this like glob come out of me and it was like dark brown and like so I'm like thinking nothing of it because it's my first kid and I looked into it on the internet and it said that like it could be my mucus plug and I'm like okay whatever I don't really care so I went to work the next day and I was telling my coworker who at the time was like one of my closest friends and she's like, you should just go and just get checked out real quick. And so I left work, hadn't had lunch yet, went to the hospital. This was a Wednesday. Was oh. this at Sprint, by the way? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, went to the hospital, and I got there, and they're like, you're dilated, two centimeters, <laughs> and you're having contractions. And I'm like, oh. They're like, you don't feel that? I'm like, No. So they keep me on the monitors, um, and I called my husband, who was at work, so he didn't come until 
after work. He got there later that evening when it we had realized, you know, that they would be keeping me because they ended up admitting me. And, of course, when you're in active labor, you know, they won't let you eat. They'll give you, like, ice chips and soup and water, and that's all you can have. You can't eat anything. So I was in labor from Wednesday to Saturday, which is when she came on Saturday. They had to break my water, and I had was dilating that first day, but then, like, I wasn't progressing the way that they wanted me to, so they thought that they were going to let me go home. But that Saturday is when everything, like, really kicked into gear, and that's when she came. My delivery room was my husband, my best friend, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my sister, my other best friend. With Mila? Uh-huh. His parents were there. It was like a party. But I loved that. Like, I, it was my first kid, and I wanted that energy. Okay. I wanted that support. So, like, I was okay with that. See, I was always the kind of person that was very, like, I don't want a lot of people in my room. Mm-hmm. I literally only wanted, like, I didn't really want anybody but my mom and my husband. Mm-hmm. My best friend at the time was there, but she was taking photos. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was kind of, like, an additional person. But I don't – if she wasn't taking photos, she probably wouldn't have been there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I didn't really want a lot of people. And as soon as the baby came, like I wanted people to leave, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Not my mom because that, I mean, it's your mom mom. and she's going to help more than the dad would. So (laughs) yeah, no, I wanted all those people there and Mila came at 35 weeks. She was 5.4 pounds. And so they, um, wanted to take a little bit of extra care and keep an eye on her because she was a little bit preemie, but. She did well. Like, she didn't have any NICU stay. She was perfect. So we were there Saturday, and I think we left on a Monday. Um, See, the first kid, I feel like, is, like, a pretty, like, easy. easy. At least for me. I know some people don't have And that, I don't know but... if it was just the hospital that I had her at, but that epidural, literally, I didn't – I couldn't feel it. – was the, it was a different epidural than any other birth other than my C-section, but I couldn't feel – anything even after i had her i could not get up like my legs were still completely (laughs) numb i could not move wait that's so funny the epidural was so strong with ford i was literally trying like i was on magnesium Mm -hmm. and they were literally like you cannot get out of bed and i'm like mom just watch the door make sure no (laughs) i'm like make sure no one's coming in yeah well my second was a little bit of a different experience but um i had Oh, my God. Just in the pregnancy in general, like, he had a heart defect, like, mm. um, and that went away. But it was such a stressful experience mm-hmm. the first time that I went in for – so, like, we went to a fertility specialist, um, and then I switched to a normal doctor around, like, 12 weeks. I can't remember exactly, but somewhere around there um, I, when I graduated the fertility specialist. And – um. Basically, everything that could go wrong went wrong because he's a little shit. And I'm, like, knowing his personality now, I'm like, okay, like, that was just you playing games on us before you came. <laughs> but he, um, yeah, everything went wrong. I I had to go to, like, so many different specialists throughout the pregnancy for, like, the heart defect. Mm. And, like, um, when I first went in for an ultrasound, they, like, put the little Doppler and they're like, we can't find him. And I'm like, like, three people tried and they're like, we can't find him. Like, we're going to put you in, like, an ultrasound, like, do an ultrasound. And uh, 
I was like freaking out. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he's there. That happened to me with the twins. They couldn't, but it, that that's common with twins. They couldn't find one of their heartbeats. They could find the other, but they oh. couldn't find the. So I had to. They had to do an emergency it ultrasound. It scares the shit out of Hell you. Yeah. And, and the, I was like, this. Of course, this is my life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, of course, this is happening. But he was there, and he was mm-hmm. he was literally just fucking with us. I can't. I can't. But anyways, so we had all these problems. And then um, the birth comes along, and I'm like, everyone's like, the second baby just flies out. It'll be good. Like, whatever. Um, no. First of all, my one of my last doctor's appointments, actually, it was a whole game for, like, multiple weeks. They were, like, taking my blood, and they were like, oh, if you're – I had cholestasis. So, like, mm-hmm. my body was itching. And, and I had that – I've I. All of my pregnancies, yeah. I was, like, just itchy. Yeah. Itchy, itchy, itchy. It's horrible. Yeah, it is. And you is. can't sleep and you're uncomfortable. It's awful. I literally had, like, marks on mm-hmm. my skin from, like, scratching I so have much. stretch marks on my boobs because I, str- I scratched yes. so much. Okay, so you feel my pain. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. horrible. And I was like, there's something wrong. Like, I kept telling the doctors. I'm like, I'm like, there's something wrong. Like, you need to, like, let me have this baby. At this point, I was like... 34 weeks or something Mm -hmm. and it was like it was crazy but they were like until 36 weeks like we will not do anything and I'm like do you see me like I'm bleeding my skin like was bleeding I'm like this is ridiculous and they're like sorry like there's nothing we can do and they didn't want to prescribe me anything because no, it, it was they, no. They yeah. just want you to be itchy for <laughs> nothing yes. relieves that shit. It was so bad. I would get up in the middle of the night and just go sit in the shower because that was the only thing that the would bath. like yeah. take it away. That's what I did too. And I hate baths, but like your girl was taking a bath every freaking night. <laughs> it was oh no, it was so bad. Um. Anyway, so because of that reason, I they had me like put in the hospital, monitored because. I then started having, like, I don't know what the correct term is, but preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started getting um, that shit in your pee. I don't keep, is it called ketones? Ke- I don't. Mm. Protein. There's protein yeah, in my yeah, pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh, ketones. What am I talking about? Losing weight? <laughs> like, um, yeah, I had protein in my urine every time. And I'm like, I. At the end, I was pissed, like, and I was raging, and I was, like, I was ready to fight. So, like, we, I remember going in, like, vividly remember going in by myself. My mother-in-law was watching my daughter, mm-hmm. and I was, like, I'm about to go off on the doctor. And she was, like, don't do that. She's, like, a sound mind, you know? She's, like, don't do that. Like, it'll be okay. And <laughs> she's, like, they're doctors. Like, they know. Like, if, if something's wrong, they'll tell you. And I'm, like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I'm about to tell them, mm-hmm. first of all. And sometimes you do have to tell them because, like, do, they don't yeah. know. Like, they're dumb. They are. Doctors I mean, I, are so dumb. I, I'm probably going to get canceled for this, but doctors are so stupid. Like, nurses really carry the weight of the medical field. And it is what it is. It's funny. I went to the ER with Luca the other night, and um, the doctor, he had to test his poop to see if, like, there was blood in it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I have to go have the nurses look at this because they can't trust me to read the results, so I have to have <laughs> them confirm. And I'm like, "It's true. sounds about right. It's true. <laughs> It really is. Like, nurses are amazing. For those of you guys who don't know, because I don't know if I've talked about this on here, but I am, I did go to school and I have my nursing license, but I decided to be a stay-at-home mom, so that's where we're at. 
one day I'll go back, but <laughs> for now, I'm enjoying my spoiled little stay-at-home mom life. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I went into this appointment, and the nurse practitioner, whoever it was, I don't know who it was. I don't know what she was. Obviously not very qualified to be there. But she uh, she was like, yeah, there's nothing we can do. And I was like, there's something you can do. And you're going to do something because I'm itching. I'm bleeding. My blood pressure is crazy. I'm like, you're telling me there's nothing that you can do. But, like, all of this stuff is telling me that, like, I need to get this baby out of me. Because, one, cholestasis is very dangerous to your baby. Like, your baby could die. Mm-hmm. And if it goes untreated. And they weren't doing anything untreated as in like take the baby out because what else are you supposed to do you know and um also at that point like my blood pressure was going crazy and it could have been stress but also it's like if if you were taking my blood pressure and it's fucking wonky aren't you gonna be like okay like something's wrong like i'm like when are you gonna decide that like my kid's life is important Mm -hmm. because all through they tell you And especially now, like, this is so relevant. Like, nowadays, people are like, oh, you have to have the baby. Don't get an abortion. Yeah. Like, you need to raise it. Yeah, like, they don't help you take care of the baby when it's in utero. Right. The doctors are not listening to you. When the baby's here (laughs) in real life. Nobody does shit, but everyone wants an opinion Mm -hmm. when you fucking get knocked up. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's another story for another time. Another story for another time. I drive by Planned Parenthood on my way here. Do you know where that Planned Parenthood is down in Canton? No. And the old people are out there every day with their signs. Really? Pro-life. I would roll and... down the window and be like, fuck oh, I you. Them off. I flick them off every <laughs> time I drive by. Every time. I just can't imagine. Like. You're fucking. I, and my plan is to one day I'm going to print out adoption paperwork. And I'm going to go pass it out since they care about the kids so much. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. I'll come with you okay. whenever you decide to mm-hmm. do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. Um, But, yeah. So I just went off on this lady. And she's like, okay, well, we'll. We'll, we'll tell the hospital you're coming in, and when I went to the hospital, they were like, you're good, like, you're going to stay here, we're going to monitor you, because my blood pressure was wonky, mm-hmm. my blood levels were, like, the, what's it called? The itchy thing, mm-hmm. I forget, cholestasis, yeah, <laughs> that was, like, triggering the itchy them. thing. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it's called, <laughs> but, like... Yeah, they were like, you can't, you're not going to leave. So anyways, I was there from 34 weeks to 36 weeks. And the day of 36 weeks, like, my blood levels kept getting higher and higher and higher with that Mm -hmm. um, cholestasis. Like, they kept seeing it rise. And they were like, oh, it's not doubling. On, like, the last couple days, it started to, like, increase a lot. And it was, like, over doubling. And I literally looked at the doctor and I was like, when is my kid's life going to be relevant to you? I'm like, when is enough enough? Like, when do you decide that it's time to take a life seriously? Mm -hmm. Because you're telling me that my baby is not relevant right now. Like, not... Important. Important, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you look at a mom that is pretty much full term, Mm -hmm. 36 weeks was full term, even if it was a day before, I would be like, okay, like, we'll take you. Mm -hmm. Because... Are you going to let the baby die? Like, my levels were so high at this point. And then he was like, okay, like, as soon as I said that, he was like, okay, like, you know. And I was very, like, I was patient with the doctors in the hospital because I was being monitored and because they were, like, literally watching his every move. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so I was like, I felt safer in the hospital than I did not in the hospital, just mm-hmm. going to like prenatal appointments. Um, so, and also one of my friends, um, she was working in that OB office and she was like telling me like, yes, you need to be monitored. Like, she's like, I know I'm not like, she wasn't a right. nurse or anything. I think she was just like a patient, like, pers- like, like reception person. or yeah, something. Yeah. Not reception. What's it called? Like the aides of the mm-hmm. OB office. Um, but basically, like, she was like, yeah, like, no, that's wrong. And, like, I knew it was wrong that mm-hmm. they were putting it off. But, yeah, nothing crazy happened. I had to go on magnesium because I had um, I had the preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. And that was, that shit was crazy. Like, I thought mag- drugs. Mag is crazy. I thought drugs were good for you. And, like, that shit made me feel like I was drunk the I've entire had to, I've time. I've had to get that all three of my pregnancy. Eh, not with the twins. All the other two. It's crazy. But, yeah, you feel... Is that the one that... I can't remember. Is that the one that burns? Yeah. 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 When they put it in. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then you feel, like, loopy. And, like... The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I was not there. Like, I really wasn't. I don't remember much, actually, like, at all. Um, the only thing I do remember is after I had the baby and this was really scary and it's probably kept me from like immediately getting pregnant again, because Mm. I think that if, if this didn't happen, I probably would have a third kid already or like be close to popping, Mm -hmm. you know, we had the baby, everything was going fine. Like, um, but I lost a lot of blood and the magnesium also, like I hadn't eaten and, Mm -hmm a long time and the baby came really fast like I remember the doctor like his power went out he called the nurses and they were like can she wait he said can she wait like my power went out I can't get my garage open and the nurse was like are you joking no she can't wait you know she's not waiting and so basically what happened was um Ford just flew out like it took like (laughs) it took Two or three pushes and he was out. Like, it was crazy. They were like, please don't go too fast. And I'm like, no, I want this fucking thing out. Like, get it out. We had, I was doing skin to skin and I just started, like, shaking. Like, uncontrollably shaking. Like, it was like I was awake during a seizure. Like, Mm. it was crazy. And um, my blood pressure started dropping really, really low. CJ actually was in the bathroom. Like, he went to the bathroom when this was happening. And then, like, I was screaming for him. Like, I was like, somebody take the baby. Like, take the baby. The nurse was right next to us. She she acted like she was unfazed. She probably sees this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. But I was scared out of my mind. And I was like, take the baby. Like, I cannot hold him. Like, he's going to fall. Like, I really felt like he was about to, like, fall off my chest because I was shaking so bad. And I CJ said he walked out of the bathroom and, like, I had no color. Like, I was like, if that's even more possible because I'm, like, so pale, you know? But he was like, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> he was like, I had no color. And, um, and then he said that he started like seeing my skin like turn like blue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was just so bad. And then I like, it, it felt like I blacked out. Like mm-hmm. I definitely remember that moment, but like I didn't have like any control of anything. And I just remember looking up at the nurse and like, she was just staring at me. Like, I think she was just waiting because she knew, like, probably that this happens a lot. And, like, you know, she was just waiting for, like, 
what she should do. Were they able to determine what it was? Like, what happened? Was it, like, a panic attack? Or was it, like, you were just no. starving? Like, what was it? They never told me anything. She After she told me, like, we see that a lot. And, like, that's why I was kind of just, like, standing around. Because I just wanted to see, like, what was going to happen mm-hmm. next. Um, before I, like, made a call or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but she was, like, most of the time, like, people just bounce back. Um, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. So she was, like... I was just kind of waiting, but it was really scary, and and that is something that's kept me from, like, having, having more kids, yeah. because it just seemed like that pregnancy and the birth and everything, even though it wasn't, like, horrible and things could go way worse, yeah, yeah. it made me feel it like... you. Yeah, yeah. It made me feel like that was God's sign, or whoever's sign, to be like, this is not what you're meant to do with your life. Don't have another one. You're crazy. And now, knowing the personality that my son is, I'm like, whoever just, was sending me that sign <laughs> was sending it to me for a good fucking reason. <laughs> Don't have more right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so that was mine. Let's All talk right. about the next kid out of, what is this, two out of five? This is two, two out, out of four. four. Ezzy was, Ezzy tried to come in 29 weeks. And I had to stay at the hospital, obviously. They were able to stop the labor. Um, But then after he tried to come, he did not try to come again. So I ended up having to get induced um, at 39. But I was like, you want to keep me in there? I'm staying in. I was four centimeters dilated from 29 weeks to 39 weeks. Okay, I have a similar experience with Alessi. I was I was dilated and I went, nothing changed. It's crazy. Like, yeah. that's so weird that we're just walking around our cervix. Is there, like, the baby could just be like, Hello. The little tip of the head is out. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. <laughs> no, so I had to get induced with him. Um, and so when you get induced, you have to go on Pitocin. And I, don't, I think that helps, like, move the labor along i don't really remember but i was induced they had to break my water everything was scheduled so it was like all on a schedule i had to be at the hospital like six in the morning and um so that time i was able to like prepare myself like eat before and like know to eat just in case i'm there for a week or whatever but i got there um we i think we got checked in at like 7 30 maybe 7 um he came Around three, it was really an easy, easy labor, like not a lot of pushes. The only issue I had with him was they put that epidural in me and I think I got it too soon because when it was time to start pushing, it had worn off. So you had a natural birth. (laughs) I felt every inch of that 8.9 pound baby. Like it hurt. Oh, and he was the heavy one. So bad. It was awful. It was the worst thing ever. Oh, my God. And I ended up – I got pregnant again. Like, who does that? You – freaking – I wanted to die. It hurt so bad. And this was – so this was my husband's third kid, and this was the kid that, like, watching him come out made him, like, I got to sit down because I'm going to pass out. That was the kid that he had to sit down for. Oh, Ezzy's so, a little shit. Ezzy is a little shit. <laughs> He is a little shit. He's so cute, though. Like, when he walks around, don't you just look at him and you're like, that's my man. 
Do you want to see what that man looked like when he was born? No, I'm saying like now. No, like... I know, but let me show you what he looked like. Cause, <laughs> God. <laughs> and I'm scared. I'll send you this if you want to show everybody else. Cause I this is hold on. I'm gonna pull up a picture of Alessi too. Cause we had Alessi was eight seven, so very similar weights. I wonder if Alessi's gonna look like this. Cause he. I don't even know whose kid this was when he was born, because, and you'll understand when I show you, because this is crazy. <laughs> Literally, wait a second. Okay, look, just, <laughs> just put him side by side. Oh my god! Because, like, I fat ass baby. Who the fuck is this? Girl, <laughs> wait. Why did Alessi and Ezra like look the same? Let me see. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> like Ezra had more hair, but like Ezra is hairy, and he's still to this day. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Ezra has back hair longer than anybody. Was he else's. like a gorilla? He still is a gorilla. Like I can pull his back hair still no to way. this day. Uh, that was so concerning to me that, like, babies had hair all over their body. Like, I was like, is this normal? Like, I remember asking the doctor, like, is it normal that she has all this hair? And they're like, yeah, it will go away. It falls off. It did not go away. I mean, like, now she doesn't have hair. <laughs> but, like, for months, she had mm-hmm. all this hair on her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could brush the hair on your body. <laughs> Fucking weird. Ezra never lost it. So, like, his hairline, like, the back of his hair, it extends down his back. Shut the fuck up. I'll show you next time I bring him over. Oh, my God. All right. I guess that I will finish this off. Um, Really, you're the only one with kids left. Thanks. (laughs) So, as you all know, I have a bonus daughter, and I took it upon myself to take us to Disney for her birthday, so I... Purchased everything in the month of, like, December or November. Her birthday's in May. I got all the flights. I got the tickets and all that good stuff. The Airbnb and we were going to go and it was going to be a great time. And then I got pregnant in March. (laughs) And this pregnancy was different for me. And I could tell from the very beginning because I was sick. Like, out of my mind, sick. Could not keep food down. Wait, you were early pregnant at Disney? Um, I was a little bit further along. This So this was before Disney. Okay. Because I got pregnant in March. We went to Disney in May. So, like, okay. in between March and May. I'm, like, super, super sick. Can't keep anything down. So different than any other. Like, I have no appetite. I'm not eating. I'm throwing everything up. I'm like, what is going on? Something is not right. The doctors, they won't let you come in until you're eight weeks, which is so annoying because, like, I'm trying to figure out what the hell's wrong with me. They won't check you until you're eight weeks. There are um, – there's a clinic that's free that you can go to and they'll do an ultrasound for you and check you and see what's going on. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get this baby checked and make sure that everything is okay because I am sick, like, and yeah. something is not right. So – my husband was working, so he couldn't come with me. And, like, I I am kind of a hypochondriac. So when things are wrong, like, I'm like, I need to get this fixed now. Like, this, I need to get this looked at now. Yeah. So I made this appointment at this free clinic. My best friend came with me. And 
it was really, really weird. Like, it's not like going to the doctors. They have this, somebody sit you down in an office and they're like talking to you and telling you about all these resources. And like, it was really weird because I'm like, just fucking check me so that I can get the fuck out of here because I don't really care about anything else that you're talking about. I just want you to look and see what's going on with this baby. Yeah. So they take me back and she's doing the ultrasound and she is like, she doesn't put it on the screen where you can see. She's just looking first. And she's like, I'm going to look first, and then I'll let you look with me. So she's looking. She's not saying anything. And I hate that. I know that they have to yeah. do that, but I hate it. Like, if you, I want you to say something to me. Like, don't sit there and be quiet because I'm thinking the worst. Yeah. So she's doing the ultrasound. She's looking. And when she's done, she's like, okay, because my best friend couldn't be in there at first. She's like, okay, you can get. I'm going to get your friend, and then um, I'll show you. So she goes to grab my best friend. <laughs> And she turns the screen on and she's like, okay, so we're, if we look over here, here's the baby and baby's good and heartbeat and da 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 But then if we come over here, here's another baby. And my <laughs> mouth fell to the floor. And my best friend was so excited and I'm looking at her like, bitch, what are you excited for? You don't have to carry this, these babies. The funny thing is before I went to the appointment because my husband couldn't come, mm-hmm. I texted him and I was like, I'm going to go get the triplets checked out. LOL. I'll text you when I'm done. And then it was twins. And then it was twins and he didn't believe me. <laughs> when I called him after, he's like, no, you're you're lying. And I'm like, okay, well, I have the pictures. I'll bring them home because there's two babies in here. So we went to Disney. Disney was kind of miserable because it's a lot of walking and yeah. I'm pregnant with twins. In the heat. In the heat. Mm-hmm. So that's where I announced the pregnancy. Um and so that was fine. Fast forward, um, they tried to come early. I can't remember when they tried to come. But they tried to come early. They were able to stop it. And, um, God, I'm, like, trying to think of details. Like, earlier than they already were? Yeah. They tried to come oh earlier gosh. than they already were. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, preterm or, like? Like, pre-preterm. I'm pretty sure. I like, before say, I want to say 26. Oh, okay. And I was freaking out because yeah. I'm in the hospital and they're like, they have to explain to you like what's going to happen. They're like, their brains aren't really developed. So we don't really know what what, what it's going to look like. Like we yeah. have a great NICU team. We're going to have to rush them over there. And I'm like crying, like freaking out because I'm like, these babies are going to come and like, they're not ready. Yeah. So they didn't end up coming, which was really nice. Um, but with twins, like you have to be super, super careful. Um because it's 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 already like a high risk pregnancy, but on top of that, I have a history of being preterm, so I'm even more high risk. Yeah. So I'm getting ultrasounds every time I go to the doctor's office because they have to check and make sure that they're okay. So I got married in October of last year. I remember seeing your <laughs> wedding with like a big old belly, and I'm uh-huh. like, shit, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got married in October. I got so the wedding was on a Wednesday. I got a new car. On, oh, sorry, my stomach is trying to say hi. Shut up. (laughs) I got a new car on the following Tuesday. Barely had even driven that car. All my family was in town, so that was really nice. I went to take my mom to the airport the next day, which was a Wednesday, the day after I got the car. So this was the first time that I'm really getting a chance to drive this car. Took my mom to the airport because she's going back to Texas after being here for, like, two weeks, three weeks, however long she was here for the wedding. I drop her off at the airport, Mm -hmm. and I drive back to my grandma's to go get my 
to go hang out with my cousins because my cousins were still here. I had Mila in the back seat. Don't tell me your mom got on the plane. Hold on. <laughs> um, I get to my grandma's. I'm getting Mila out of the car. Mila is a talker and she gets out of the car so slow because she just wants to talk. And I'm like, Mila, get out of this car. That morning when I woke up, this is all over the place. That morning when I woke up, I felt like I had the flu. Like my body was hurting and I had had Braxton Hicks the whole pregnancy. So like I never knew when my contractions were real or not. Yeah. But I was having contractions and I felt like I was just really, really sick. And I really didn't want to take my mom to the airport, but she should get there. So I'm getting to my grandma's house where my cousins are. I get out of the car. I go to let Mila out of the car and boom. I the floodgates opened and my water broke and I was like because I never my water's never broken on its own so yeah. I was like oh shit so I called my aunt because she was can in the we house. just talk about how disgusting that shit it's is disgusting it's awful it's so <laughs> horrible and then like to have it happen like in real life yeah. and not in the hospital was or in your house worse. yeah 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 so I called my aunt and I'm like, my water just broke. I don't really know what to do. So she, my, Mila goes into the house. My aunt comes out. She gets in the driver's seat, drives me from Macedonia to Akron General, which is like a 30 minute drive. So I call the hospital. I'm like, I'm on my way. I, my water broke. It's time to go. I'm gushing in, in my brand new car. Gushing. Remind me never to get in the passenger seat. <laughs> it, we deep cleaned it. <laughs> it. It was deep cleaned. But... Like, literally, I my water is just leak. They put it – and they gave me towels to put under, but it's, like – when I got out of the car, it was so disgusting. My boots were gross. Like, I had my Ugg boots on. They were gross. The pants that I had, I had on Aaron's sweatpants, they we were gross. We need to put a trigger warning in this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It was so <laughs> gross. But the universe, like, had my back. My mom's flight got delayed. It got moved back. So she was still here, and she just canceled the flight and just came back. Oh, that is it so was lucky. So Can you lucky. imagine? She'd be so pissed if she had to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come so back. I get in there and they're like, yeah, it's definitely time to go. There's so many doctors, so many nurses coming in and out, in and out. People are introducing themselves. At this point, my contractions were starting to get really fucking bad and I'm crying. And they're monitoring me and they're like, okay, baby A's heart rate is dropping. We have to rush you back there to do a C section. And I'm like, oh, great. Because I, w- I was going to do it. Now. I was going to push him out. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do a C-section. I had been going back and forth about it, but I, I didn't want to. And so they're like, we have to get them out. And so they took me back and they um, – it's a different version of an epidural, but I literally felt like I was numb from here down. And I'm freaking out. I'm crying. I'm like, I can't breathe. I cannot breathe. I'm trying to catch my breath. And he's like – He's showing me the machine and he's like, this means you're breathing well. I'm like, I can't fucking breathe. Yeah. And I think I was having a panic attack because I finally settled. And like C-sections are weird because like you can feel them moving around down there, but like you can't feel it. Yeah. And so they took the babies out. There were no cries. And God, I'm sorry. The babies were so preterm. They were born at 31 that they just took him out. Like, they took him out, and then they took him out of the room. So, like, I didn't get to see him after they came out. I didn't hear him cry. I was freaking out about that. I'm like, are they okay? Because, like, there was no cries. There was no noise. There was nothing. They were just gone. Yeah. And I didn't end up getting to see them until several hours later when they were in these incubators getting taken over to Akron Children's. How was that when you first saw them? It was freaky. Like, were you, like, like, emotional? Or were you, like... Were you like, was it like a moment like, oh my God, I'm meeting my babies? Or was it more like, are they mine? 
it was more like I'm fucking exhausted. Like, okay, there's more babies that I have to take home. And but I think also because they were so preterm in my brain, I'm like freaking out about like what's going to happen because they were so small. They were only like three and two pounds. Like they were so small. And so I'm like, are they going to make it? Like, because they're taking them across the street. I'm not going to. I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to see them is. And so I think that that was more what was on my mind was, like, are they going to be okay? Because they bring them in and, like, I didn't get to hold them. Like, they were in incubators and just gone. So that was probably my worst birth experience. And that was why I'm done having kids because I got a two-for-one special. That and and the fact that mm -hmm. you have, like, 100 million at home. I'm done. I'm all good. (laughs) This baby-making factory is closed. So. Are you – did you get your tube side? I need to. But I also want to donate some eggs, and I don't know if I have to donate my eggs before I get my tube side or if I can do it after, but I want to donate eggs to help out other moms because I'm really, really fertile. So I think that it, I, I should just, yeah, you know, help the cause. Well, that would also help you, too, because mm-hmm. I think they pay big bucks they for do. those. Mm-hmm. $5,000. Yeah. Yep. I looked yeah. into it. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah. But no. you have to meet, like, really special criteria to be able to do it. Like, not yeah. everybody can just. Nobody wants my PCOS eggs. <laughs> So that's that's those are my stories and now I have four beautiful beautiful children that I love beautiful and wouldn't trade for the world. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you guys for joining us for today's episode. That went a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah. But it was good. No, it was. Yeah. We had good combo. It didn't feel like 45 minutes. It did not at all. But yeah, that's it. That's, that's Yeah, that's, that's it. That's our life. And now so. we got these shitheads to take care of and life is good. You want to hear a funny story? Like on or off? On. It could okay. be on. Yeah. My mom was in town, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're sitting on the couch, her and Mila, because her and Mila are best friends, and the TV is on, and uh, Mila's on the iPad, and my mom is on the, her phone and watching the TV, and Mila's on the iPad, and Mila, like, my mom's iPad has a lock on it, so, like, Mila would look up and watch TV for a minute, and the iPad would lock, so she would keep having to have my mom unlock the iPad. So my mom's like, Mila, are you going to use the iPad, or are you going to watch TV? And Mila looks at her and goes, are you going to be on your phone, or are you going to watch TV? <laughs> What'd your mom do? She was like, touche. <laughs> That's she how you know she's is, yours. Yeah, she's wild. She got a smart <laughs> mouth. And she's quick, too, with her with her wit. All right, well, here's 60 seconds of silence, and we will see you guys later. See you. Bye. Bye.